0: What's up, people, and welcome back to the still unnamed podcast, uh show, informational, fireside chat, quarantine chronicle, corona chronicle, corona teen, I think someone called it. <laughs> oval teen, oval office, cigars in your puss. I don't know what this thing is gonna be, all right? But um Were you we'll oval figure Teen it out. or Nesquik? Say again? Were you oval Teen or Nesquik? Nesquik, dog, all come right, on right. from Manhattan. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, hey,
1: I was on a S quick. Let's you know, go. Sometimes we splurge a little bit. City <laughs> Boys out here, you we, know. We splurge a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, what's up, everybody? At home. First of all, uh, I remember I said last episode uh, that we're gonna start this out with a little a little sip of something. Okay, mm-hmm. it could be coffee, it could be tea, it could be water. I don't give a fuck what it is, but we got to do something together. We got to cheers. Now I know some of you guys are watching. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna wait to get some to information. No, pause the fucking episode. Go pour something, okay? We're all sipping this shit together. I don't give a fuck. So here's to it. What are we drinking? Some Clase Azul today. Mm, show them that bottle. Okay? I, I would show, but listen, we're not sponsored by anything. Oh, I yeah, just want to let right, you know. This right. was given to us by the Tempe Improv. Hopefully, they're still in business at the end of this. But uh, let's, let's have a little sip and then get right into it, okay? <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> Delicious. They canceled spring break, everybody. You hear that? Mm. They canceled spring break. Finally, finally, Florida, the governor, uh, I think Rich DeSantis or something his name is. I'm not exactly sure, but uh, he said, "Okay, spring breakers go home Um, and people, you know, have been reacting to this whole spring break thing lately on the Internet. I've been hearing this. "Why, Why aren't they worried about Corona? Do you think any kid on spring break is afraid of an infectious disease. Do you think hmm. that even goes through their minds? You must not know what spring break is about, okay? Spring break is about debauchery. It's about regrets. It's about doing the things that you will never tell your husband or wife in the future. Hmm. I remember once on spring break, we were in, I believe, Rosarito, Mexico, and... Um, I was in a jacuzzi with about 12 other people, and this girl made me finger her in front of those 12 other people. Thank God for the bubbles. And by made me, I mean just asked me to finger her, and I did it. She didn't force it in any way, shape, or form. It was Mexico, baby. It was spring break. That's what we did. Okay? Mexico, baby. That's what it is, okay? <laughs> Clase Azul. You know what I mean? <laughs> I knew we had tequila here for a reason. Yeah, I didn't know when it was going to come full circle, but it came full circle. And by full circle, I mean like that. You just <laughs> rub it full <laughs> circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the crazy thing about, about uh, spring break is if you were like an evil mastermind and you had to find the perfect way to spread a pandemic, you would do it at spring break, right? Because what spring break is, it's people from all around the world, especially uh, or specifically America, but all around the world people come. Uh, and they go to one specific location and they all just rub bodies and exchange bodily fluid for a week straight. And then they fly back to their respective cities, countries, etc. Okay, so now they've all gotten corona and they go spread it to those places who may not have corona yet. It is the perfect recipe for a pandemic. I'm like shocked that they even let it go on in the first place. And I think the only reason they stopped it because there was enough like drunk white kids going, I don't give a fuck about corona. I just won't drink the beer or whatever that joke is that we've heard a million times. Um, so we'll see what happens with uh, with the pandemic when all those kids get back home. I seriously think you're going to see it pop up in places where it doesn't exist just yet. Like I think Virginia or West Virginia doesn't have it. No. I was reading that. And um, I think it has something to do with like like uh, if you fuck your family members, it <laughs> goes away. That I think yeah. that is the cure. Most people aren't willing to test it, you know. <laughs> Um, but your mom's not as hot as mine now. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> disgusting. <laughs> Bro, is that clase azul? I don't know what to tell you. So, uh, uh, but yeah, so that's happening. And yo, some great news, actually some big, big, big news. Uh, this might be breaking news. Matter of fact, we got tests, baby. That's right. We got Corona tests. Um, they have, there's this company called, uh, Everly well, Everly well, and they've developed a test. And it's an at-home test. You get the results in 48 hours. But essentially what they can do is they can pre-screen you online, right? So you go online. Excuse me. We're Pre-screen you online. You go online. Uh, you go to everlywell.com, uh, and uh, we'll put like a link somewhere in the bio, or we won't. I mean, I if you need the link in the bio, you don't care about your corona. Do you know, just misspell it a few times until you go to the website with the test that is true right it's not like you're <laughs> dying you of Google corona and you're out. like everlywell.org eh yeah, fuck it breathe or don't breathe everlywell you'll figure it out uh, but basically they're pre screen you for the symptoms online make sure you think they think that you have what you know you need to have corona uh, and, uh, and then they'll send you a kit it's no different than getting like boner pills Right? You ever got boner pills online? You know, you got some blue chew or something like that, or you ever got some hair stuff and asteroid? Same stuff. You go online. It, or, or back in the day when you would uh, have to get like a prescription to get weed, remember that? You could like go online uh, to the doctor and the doctor would be like, Do you have headaches? You'd be like, Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, only with corona and dying. Are you dying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't get it. So uh, you can do that right now. And uh, usually they don't allow this type of stuff. It's easier with like the boner pills and then. Uh, and weed or those types of things because it doesn't have any like in vitro testing that's what i was always wondering i was like why don't we just do this with every single drug and the reason is because when you have more serious drugs or more serious illnesses you actually have to like do something you have to swab yourself for this and when it comes to prescribing a serious drug or like giving a serious medical kit uh, they can't just give it to anyone. Because I could go to Alex's nose, I could swab it, and then send it in his mind. They could be like, oh yeah, you do have a big black dick. What? Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to, to all our new listeners, Alex is black. <laughs> we need to every once in a while flash you <laughs> so they know. Anyway, Glass Azul. Cheers Jeez. again, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, it's 135 bucks. So for real, if you think you have it, if your parents think they have it, if your grandparents think they have it, if they're still alive, make sure that they go to uh, everlywell.com. The fucked up thing about this is that uh, the people that this could potentially kill, those people 70, 80 years old, will never be able to go to a website. So somebody young, please help them. And I meant that when I said that about people in the building, man. We've been reaching out to people in my building. Trying to you know get them groceries, get them whatever they need, you know, and also just checking in to see if they've passed away. We can get their apartment for cheap. There are ways that you have to take advantage. We coming in hot today, you bro. Are, we are coming in very hot today. I, wasn't ready. I don't know what it is, you know, uh, but yeah. So there's that. There's also another really cool idea that came out as a way to like uh, try to control corona, and um, there are reports of this coming out for different places. I think Israel was trying it, but uh, it requires. Um, giving the government complete access to your phone. Now, I know that freaks a lot of people out. You get into this government overreach discussion. and We can have that a little bit because I think that's an interesting one. But um, I thought it was a pretty brilliant idea because what they're trying to do is this. They're trying to see who has corona. And once they confirm someone that has it, they'll use their phone and your phone and other people's phone to see who that person with corona has come in contact with, mm. right? So corona is much different than like a sexually transmitted disease because you can't use your phone to prove you have had sex with somebody, right? You can use your phone to prove you've been around someone mm-hmm. and all you need to do to get corona is be around someone, right? Yeah. So if we know that there is somebody who has it, We track their phone and we say, oh, they played in a basketball game with these five other people. We should text them and say, yo, you've been around someone that has had corona. You should get yourself checked. And then we could expedite your test because we know you've been around someone with it. So the pro, you know, the probability that you have it is much higher than some random person on the internet that says I have the sniffles. I think I have Corona. What are those people called? Hyperchondriacs or something yeah. that always think they're sick. So I think it's a kind of brilliant idea. Um, I'm also the type of person that really doesn't give a fuck if the government has access to my phone. And uh, I know there's plenty of arguments about why they shouldn't uh, have access to your stuff. And, 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 and there's a lot of validity to those arguments, you know, because people are right to say, "Hey, that is government overreach." And um, I think the problem—I'm not about to make a defense for government overreach or not. I'll give both kind of arguments. I understand people's um, desire to to be free or have freedom, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you look at this thing from both angles, you'll find good people and bad people on both sides So it's basically people versus government people want to be free, right? And the people assume the government wants to be um, Tyrannical right they want to be dictatorship. They want to control everything yeah. right? That's one way of looking at it. The government's way of looking at it. I think is hey We don't want chaos. We don't want to be tyrants. But we don't want chaos. So we have to we have to exhibit a little bit of control over the people, right? So the people don't go crazy. And then they say things like, hey, how about a little bit of control? How about like guys aren't allowed to pull their dicks out in public? And then the people go, Well, I don't want you to control me, but all right, fine, no dicks in public. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Alex. <yeah. laughs> well, if you got it like that, you want to show. <laughs> uh, you never see any dicks in Chinatown. No. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like so we agree there's certain rules that you just shouldn't do, there's certain things you shouldn't do, certain behaviors you shouldn't do. You shouldn't be completely free. We agree complete freedom is wrong, but on the other hand, complete control is also wrong. So the conversation really isn't between freedom and control, it's between the middle ground and where we want to end up, right? If we're on the 50-yard line, everything's probably good. If we get to the 40, to the 30 over here, maybe it's getting, eh, we're pretty free. If we get to that 10, dicks are coming out, right? And on the other end, if we get to the 10, if it's too close to tyranny, now you're in one of these dictatorships where they're just killing people who say anything bad about the government, right? And the reason why access to your phones is so important is because let's say the government wants to control not good groups, Bad groups, let's say they want to control white supremacists and like other hate groups. You know, let's say they want to control school shooters, that kind of stuff. They could make the argument, hey, if we got access to your phone, we could, we could stop people who are trying to do terrorist acts. We could stop people who are trying to you know, join, uh, you know, organize a, uh, hateful killings or those type of things or any killings in general. They might think like that, right? But then if you're part of the freedom, freedom side, you're part of the people side, you're like, well, what if I want to organize to rebel against the government? Right? There's been times where the government hasn't acted in a good moral uh, standing, right? They've definitely pushed back against um, integration of the races, mm-hmm. right? The government did not support the, the civil rights and civil liberties of certain people in this country, right? Alex? Yep. You know So you had groups that were organized individually that were rebelling against the government. What if we got to rebel against them again? And then they got all the information that we are that we have in our phones, and then they find ways to kind of circumvent our rebellions, right, and re- re- manipulate that uh, narrative because they know what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. If they had access to our phone, it would make it incredibly difficult to push back against whatever, and I'll put this in quotes, tyranny they might try to put on us. So I completely understand both sides. Um And maybe I'm short-sighted by like, hey, just take my phone because maybe I'm looking at this like, hey, we're not fighting back against something right now. But you never know. We might have to. Mm -hmm. You know? We We really might have to. So we'll see what happens with that. I think for the time being, the corona thing, maybe we do something where it's like while corona exists, certain rules can be put in place. But they only exist as long as we believe the pandemic is here. And they have a limit of two years no matter what. They have you, to be renewed. You trust the government that much? I don't. I don't. I don't trust the government that much because I think they're like, nah, we still got some flu. It might be it. That's why we put like a two-year limit on it. Yeah. Right? Or we could treat it like a contract. Like we're NBA players. You know, we have a collective bargaining agreement. Yo, you can see my phone for three years. We should do that with our girlfriends. Tough. Right? Like you get one month. <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's it. Valentine's Day, I give you the password. Then I switch it up. <laughs> But maybe there is something there because we're going to have to change shit up. Even for those home tests, the reason those home tests are okay from a private company is because we're in this pandemic. The government basically said, okay, private companies can create these tests. Prior to that, it would have to be government regulated, all this, yada, yada, yada. But because they're in the interest in saving lives and a lot of lives fast, they're like, okay, private companies, go get that shit. Mm. So times change when you're in a quarantine and you know, or times change when you're in a pandemic and you know, rules have to change with it. Um talking about quarantines matter of fact um as you've seen uh, some cities are on full lockdown right san francisco obviously you've seen spain italy there's a lot of these places that are going full lockdown uh you know we've been talking a lot about whether it's going to happen in new york or not i believe it is but for whatever reason it seemed kind of chill in the last few days yeah did you feel that
1: yeah but i also think it's cuomo and Who's the mayor? De Blasio. De Blasio. They're They're arguing. bickering because
0: yeah. that's race. Cuomo doesn't want it. Yeah. But de Blasio does want yeah. it. Right? And de Blasio, I think de, de Blasio's political career is completely dependent on how New York comes out of this. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cuomo's political co- career isn't completely dependent on New York because he's the government of the state. So as long as the state's good, right? He can look at New York and go, well, yeah, that fucking idiot de Blasio is there. He (laughs) fucked up New York a bunch of times before this. We should have had him out of there. Right? Some Italian on Italian crime. The way we like it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So um, one thing that's been interesting is enforcing the quarantine. How the fuck do you enforce a quarantine? Like, What do you do when you see someone outside? How do you punish them? How do you make people stay inside? You could tell me to stay inside. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. Right. You give me a curfew. It doesn't mean I'm going to obey it. You're literally going to have to have police on the streets or National Guard or somebody enforcing in some way. Do you like send people to prison? Do you lock them up? What do you do to enforce quarantine? And apparently what they're doing in some places is fining them. Right. So policemen will come up to you and be like, oh, you're out here. Are you do you work for the hospital? Do you do any of the other things? No, you don't. Okay. well, then you get a thousand dollar fine. Right. At which point you're an idiot if you don't say you're homeless. There's no way they can prove Hmm. that you're not homeless, Hmm, okay? Homeless people can't quarantine because they're always home, okay? When they look at you and say, go home, just lay down. Literally lay down on the street or grab a cardboard box from somewhere and be like, actually, this is my home, and it's kind of insensitive that you'd be putting me through this right now. (laughs) So there is a way that if you need to leave your house, you can. And there's no way in hell they could give you a ticket or prove that you actually have a home unless they want to follow you around for the rest of your day. And Alex used to be in law enforcement. They will. (laughs) (laughs) we're not talking about you driving home in your Tesla we're talking about a person just walking around the streets but maybe they will who knows it would be an interesting thing to try that would be my go-to before I pay a thousand dollars but we'll see we might have to do that it might cost me a thousand dollars every time I got to come do this podcast that's a real that's a real uh, option if I have to get from Manhattan to Brooklyn. We, oh, we still just gotta move see. in the studio, man. So I, I would if my girl wouldn't go crazy because there's no like shower, there's no nothing. You know me, I don't gotta shower, I right? Mean, I don't gotta wash myself. Look at my fucking hair. I look I, like a bassist from a punk band.
1: I mean, I said you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just leave my shorty by herself in Manhattan. Yo, she's going stir crazy right now. She got it's the crazy. dog. Say so, what? She got the
1: dog. I gotta walk go walk both of them. them. <laughs>
0: Uh, it is an interesting thing. We'll see what's going on. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about the economy and people have been talking a lot about the economy and if there's going to be a recession and what's going to be like the global impact of this. And, um, I don't think a lot of people want to say it, but if I was to call out like sociopathic leaders of countries or even like the sociopathic elite, they might not run a country, but Influence how a country is run through, you know, putting uh, incredible amounts of money behind certain politicians while they're campaigning for uh, their positions. I would say that some of these sociopaths are looking at this as a positive for the economy. Now, Mm. let me get there. I know that sounds crazy. How can a global economic meltdown be a positive? Uh, Have you seen Avengers? Yep. For every reason Thanos said, Al. Everybody at home, go watch Avengers. Thanos lays it all out. He's like, look, with half the amount of people, everybody's going to eat lovely. Everybody's going to have parking. He didn't say that, but that would have been the most, I think. New York. New York way. Of There's not, <laughs> not going to be a lot. not going to be any double parking. No, like, Tuesday, Thursday shit. Just park wherever the fuck you want. Traffic in L.A., gone. Right? You always have a ch- uh, seat in the MTA. Hey, always have a seat on the subway if we ever ride the subway again. Knicks games, you can get a seat. Matter of fact, you have been able to for the past 10 years. We've sucked. That being said, there are other teams that are probably sold out. A Lakers game, you can get there. Now, I'm not saying this is good, but if you really want to talk about, like, economy, economy, right, and why the coronavirus is, like, eerily perfect, and I'm talking about what a sociopath would think. I have old people. My parents, I don't want to die. I don't want this to happen. But if you're a sociopath, right, the coronavirus takes out – the most burdensome group of people on an economy right which are old people right old people are not working so they're not generating income they're not really spending that much money because they don't have that much money they use health services the most right they rely on pensions which also are burdened to business and they get social security right what do people always complain about right now right they're like uh, you know, yes, we're paying Social Security to the old people today, but how will we pay Social Security for the old people of tomorrow? You won't have to. Right. Because they're dead. All these old people that are currently, you know, um, I don't want to even use this, this terminology, but like a, a a a suck, a drain on the economy will be out of the way. When you look at Europe, right, Europe's been fucked by the coronavirus. Socialism is, socialism is not built for old people. It's built for a society where everybody is working and everybody is contributing. If people are living to ninety and they retire at sixty, that system is not built to support people for one third of their life without contributing to it, mm. right? So it would be very interesting if you saw some of these global elite sociopaths looking at this coronavirus like, hold on now, hold on, don't 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 jump to cures just yet. Let it get out there, let it knock out some of his dead weight, and then in a year or two when the economy rebounds from this, we'll be flourishing. You look at the 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 black plague or the bubonic plague, as the politically correct say it. <laughs> the, appreciate that. Yeah, I got you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> B- bubonic sounds worse. Yeah, it does. Doesn't it? Sound like some European power forward. <laughs> Bog down bubonabitch. Okay, all right. Um. <laughs> it's not gonna be all winners. Another sip of the class Azul, yeah. everybody. And
1: mm. just remind the people one more time that that's the ideas of a sociopath, not you. <laughs> uh, that's not me. Uh, yeah, I have
0: old people I need to live. Okay, that I have to take care of, and are a drain on my economy. <laughs> no, just joking. <okay. laughs> so, no, but oh shit. I um, but where was it? The uh. I don't know. Something. Uh, the bubonic Oh, plague. the bubonic plague, yeah. So the bubonic plague, if you notice what happened in Europe, we look at uh, what the bubonic plague did. Wiped out one-third of Europe, right? What happens after the bubonic plague? Everybody's living in luxury. The Renaissance, baby. People eating grapes on their side. They didn't even. They, there was so much room in Europe, they didn't sit down to eat. They laid down to eat. That's how much room there was. They were painting ceilings. They were so bored. They had so much luxury. was like, "Fuck it, I guess I'll just paint the top of this thing." They never painted the top of anything before. That's all they did. Life was great. Now I'm not saying that I want this to happen. I'm saying that there are sociopaths out there that are like, "It might not be that bad," and and look, they could be right. They could be incredibly wrong. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I hope that we get this shit figured out and fixed. Immediately, okay? What I'm saying is Vanessa Hudgens thinks differently. Hmm. Yo, (laughs) that's a shot fired. Here's another one. Wasn't she hotter?
1: Yeah, but she was like at home, no makeup, wasn't really done.
0: Be out. (laughs) Come on with all that. Don't say the worst thing that you could possibly say without some blush. Word. You know what I mean? Put on some mascara. Get yourself dolled up. So we could look at you and be like, that's one hot cycle, bitch. <laughs> Last thing we need is some pasty ugly bro talking shit about people dying. We're like, fuck out of here. You weren't hot enough to get away with that shit, okay? Me, on the other hand, mm. show the dent in my nose, Alex. <laughs> I'd be looking at myself in 4K like, man, this shows all the blemishes. <laughs> we need to drop this down to 1080. I look good at 1080 now. <laughs> Uh but yeah, there's a lot of sociopaths out there. Don't think the sociopaths are only in Europe. There was this one senator, uh Richard Burr, this crazy motherfucker, was he's on the he's like uh what the chairman of the intelligence committee, so he has all the intelligence that uh the country is getting, not all the, but a lot of the intelligence the country is getting before the rest of us get it. And he was swearing to us that uh America can handle the pandemic and we can handle coronavirus, and we're gonna go out there and get it. All the while, this motherfucker sold between half a million and $1.5 million worth of his stock. Wow. So he cashed out while he was telling us everything was good. He's basically like, yo, uh, guys, keep your money in the market. Keep your money in the market so I can get my shit out real quick without it losing all the value. And uh, then you guys can get yours out when it bottoms out. Wow. That's all I'm saying. You got to be careful you trust out here. The motherfuckers is legit psychos, right yeah. They're fucking psycho. Um, talking about psychos. <laughs> we've been talking about a lot of psychos Son, <laughs> It's a lot of psycho well here here's not psychos in in the words of uh of jesus okay. Twitter philosopher Jesus yes. great modern Twitter philosopher Jesus avoid the bookings beloved mm-hmm. preach shouts a tax home as well I believe tax I believe tax popularized beloved oh yes yeah, okay. yeah. I oh no I know he's locked up but <laughs> he can't avoid why. the bookings he's booked You know, but uh, that's my guy. But there's a there's a big issue and nobody's really talking about when it comes to uh, the prisons, bro. And I actually want your perspective on this, Al, because a lot of people don't know this. But you used to work uh, as a court officer. Yes. Right. So, you know about this a little bit. So what they basically told and nobody's really talking about this, but they basically told everybody that uh, the courts are now no longer in session. Right. For the next eight weeks or whatever it is that we're going to be shut down uh i think it was initially two weeks and maybe it's gonna be more right now everybody's like okay that's fine so there's no more juries right judges will still come in but there's no more juries right so nobody's really looking at what the fuck that means that means if you get let's say for example al some woman accuses him of stealing some shit from her purse and al was like i wasn't even there what the fuck are you talking about but that woman's like ah you're a black guy and black guys steal shit so you probably fit the bill you get brought in right you get charged for that crime. There's no jury of your peers. Mm. If you can't bail yourself out, you are locked up until this whole shit is over when they can get a jury of your peers to actually have the trial. So there are people like people on parole. Remember when Meek kept violating parole? He smoked some yeah. weed or some shit like that then gets locked up. But then he could get bailed out or have these conversations. There's no bailout. Right like you can if you're not getting bailed out you're locked the fuck in. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be people that end up getting locked up and they can't get out for weeks and it's for some bullshit some little crime. I mean one thing though.
1: Yeah. Um, so right now most courthouses are down to what they're called a skeleton crew. Mm-hmm. So they just have maybe a couple of courtrooms open. Yep. And they only are uh, arraigning people who've done big
0: crimes. Yes. So that's the other thing. Yeah. This is interesting. So if you haven't done a big crime, what a lot of times they'll do is like send you home, like we'll deal about we'll deal with this later. Yeah. Right. Boom, which is great. But uh, obviously certain situations where it is a big crime or you're being accused of a big crime, right? Remember, you're in the accusation stage. You don't know if it's actually happened, mm-hmm. but they can't let you out. Correct. Right? So, yeah. So you're locked in there when normally you would be on the street. Yep. So you're fucking locked in. Now it gets crazier. You're locked in. If you don't think there's going to be a corona pandemic within the prisons, you're out of your fucking mind. Have you never seen a zombie movie? <laughs> Imagine that, okay? One person gets it. You're all you're in a cell, interconnected. A lot of these people aren't even in cells. Have you seen those rooms that house like, uh, I believe they call them, um, uh, they're not like a suite. That'd be the wrong. But I know what you're talking about. But it's it's like basically, a bunch of beds. Bunch of bunk beds. One, yeah. yeah, it's like a fucking sleepaway camp, Yeah. yeah, yeah. right? And 12, 14, tiny little space. All those guys are getting it. Mm -hmm. Prisons do not have medical facilities to service 12 different inmates, okay, that are there for coronavirus. Maybe some sort of like rectal scarring, but not coronavirus, (laughs) okay? Corona is completely different. They're not going to have ventilators or anything in there. So what you're going to see is entire prisons possibly, this is possibly, if it gets real bad, have the symptoms. People need to go to the hospital. They can't do it at the medical facilities at the jail. They'll have to go to the regular hospitals. Regular hospitals do not have the ability to, like, handcuff and police all these prisoners that are going to go to the hospital. Mm. They'll probably have to do an off-site, pseudo-jail-like hospital facility for the— uh, the, the 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 what's it called the uh, prison inmates for the for the inmates
1: yeah like the this n- is a real fucking problem. Normally, if there was an inmate that needed to that needed medical attention, two officers would have to go. So <laughs> at, at the very least, two officers. And right now, they're down to they're down to skeleton crew. crew already. So and
0: those skeleton I mean, crews, right? If they get – if a CO, a correctional officer, gets corona and goes to work without even knowing it, boom, everybody in the prison got it. Yep. It's something that people are ignoring but is going to be a huge fucking problem. And another thing I heard that's happening in California, I think it was Chicago, they're just sending inmates home. If you have like less than a year left on a nonviolent crime, they're just sending them home. Wow. Because they know it's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. So one That's pretty cool You get to go Get home early Or if like Your your sentence was less than a year And you have less than that uh, Amount of time left They'll send you home But People are ignoring The fucking calamity Cluster fuck That the prison situation Is gonna be I think it's gonna be bad
1: Yeah
0: Like do yeah. you feel it already
1: Like Like we saw in Brazil Son What'd they say 1,400 1, people 1,400
0: inmates out. That was what they said They're like fuck it We're yeah. no longer doing this Prison yeah, shit It's, no it's gonna happen here anyway. um, I saw a crazy thing About sanitizer You know Hand sanitizer How we don't got none Yeah uh, you know that they make it in prison. They're making a hand sanitizer in prison. Word? Yeah. And you know what prisoners can't use because it's considered contraband? Oh my God. Hand sanitizer. Wow. So here they have the antidote to the coronavirus. <laughs> they have the ability to not get it and they can't even spray it on their fucking hands. They yeah. got to make it and then move the fuck away from it. And I guess it's because it has alcohol in yeah, it or yeah, something yeah. like that. There's yeah. like, alcohol. you can't have any access to alcohol whatsoever. Or maybe they could make some form of acid with it, you know, throw it on the mm-hmm. CEO's eyes or whatever. But, um, they're finding ways to get around that. It's, that's going to be the next big fuck up, I think, in the prisons. I think that's going to be the next thing where they're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to contain this? And how do we help these people? Um, and yeah, yeah, that's it. Besides that, oh, did we come up? Oh, 31, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> We're so close. We're going to get it down to 30. I promise you. There's, um, there's a video on the internet if you just want to get enraged, right? Celebrities, let me tell you this, celebrities. Take this one off, Okay. Nobody wants to hear from you, motherfuckers. Nobody wants to see you quarantined on your 10,000 acre ranch, you piece of shit. Okay. There's a video going around with these celebrities singing um, John Legend's "Imagine," John Legend's, uh, John Lennon's uh, "Imagine," right? Imagine all the people, yeah. and they're doing it. It's supposed to be this communal thing where we all come together and feel togetherness. We don't feel any of that. We feel like you are living the same life you've always lived. Celebrities self quarantine. That's what you do. You stay on your real estate. You stay on your uh, massive uh, mansion. You stay in your Hollywood Hills home that has, you know, five fucking acres, right? That's where you quarantine. That is your normal life. Nothing has changed for you. Okay. Stop acting like you're struggling and stop acting like you're helping us. We don't want to see you at all. No, we want to see some girlfriend and boyfriend screaming at the top of their lungs at each other because they're going fucking crazy from hanging out every single day, 24 hours a day. That makes us feel good inside. Mm. When you feel like shit, okay, you don't watch the Kardashians. You know what you watch? Intervention. You watch some girl sucking dick for crack underneath a bridge. That makes you feel good because you're like, you know what? I'm not addicted to crack. I'm not sucking dick under a bridge. Okay? (laughs) You want to make us feel good, celebrities? Get Corona. That's the only thing that makes us feel good. When you guys get Corona, we're like, oh, it happens to them too. Thank you, Idris Elba. You are beloved. Thank you, Tom Hanks. Thank you, Tom Hanks' wife. I won't learn her name. (laughs) Who else has it, Al? Uh, Thank you, Kevin Kevin Durant. Durant. And thank you to any other ones that have sacrificed. All right? Um, Thank you guys very much for listening. You know, I loved it. We've been able to do this every single night. Uh, we're gonna keep on doing it every single night. Um, I hope you guys are keeping up with your new thing a day. I've seen you guys get into your little, um, get into your little bags, man. Mm-hmm. You know this. I like saying that. It's so yeah. good, man. Keep sending us the DMs, man. Keep sending us the images, man. This girl said she was. Uh, this girl said she was learning how to cook Indian food. Right. Okay. And uh, I told Akash, I was like, "Yo, there's a girl. She learned how to cook Indian food." And Akash looks at me. He goes, "Man, she gonna run out of toilet paper real quick." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Shorty, you fucked up. Indian food, Mexican food, any of that diarrhea food. You save that for after the quarantine. Yeah. Okay? You got to cook some shit that's gonna slide out effortlessly. Sushi, Japanese food. Ooh, I think that might be my next get thing. Japanese I'm gonna,
1: food. No, I'm gonna try to make sushi.
0: Oh, son, it's already made." It's the easiest food to make.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, You just roll let it.
0: the fish be the fish.
1: Yeah, but the fucking... Diff-
0: oh, oh to roll it? Yeah. Oh, son. That's like go work. to school for years. To learn to do- how to roll? Yes. Son, with your meat, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have them hand rolls looking lovely. <laughs> your girls going to be like, this is a little girthy. you be like, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm talking enough about Alex's dick. This has been another episode. I promise you we're going to get a name soon. Y'all let us know what y'all want, man. Um And again, thank you guys So many of you guys have been sending me information Cool stories to tell uh, And and just, you know, cool things That are happening around the world with this Just giving me updates around the world And we've been able to share with these people and, and it's a crazy time where, where people don't even trust the fucking news You know, where they're coming to us to give us this shit And, and that means a lot to us, man I, And we take on that responsibility And we literally want to give you uh, all the possible information That we can and uh, deliver it in the most You know, flagrant and, and fun way possible So, um Let's make the best of this quarantine, man. Um, And as always, peace, love, and year.